Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Earning by Learning with your host, Elijah Walter. And in this episode, we'll be be reviewing one of my favorite business books that I've just read, finished reading recently that you all can get on Audible with the uh, subscription for three months. You can get a free Audible book. So check this out, this book. Um, it's called uh, uh, it's called Rework by Jason Freed and David Heinemir Hansen. And I'm going to present you five biggest key lessons and that I took away from this. And feel free to comment below stuff you took away or, you know, stuff you might have learned from this that you'll use in the future. So here we go. Number one, stop, utilize what you have and stop making excuses. For example, artists might... Uh, Photoshoppers might think they need the best software and tools, and podcasters might think they need the best microphone. People working out might think they need all this fancy equipment. Blah, blah, blah. It's bullshit. I got to be honest. How How do prisoners get ripped without all that equipment? They utilize what they have, and that's how they actually take advantage. And that's why a lot of them are actually very strong, okay? That's just an example. But a lot of time, it's just wasted time worrying about things that might make your thing sound or look better when really it's the quality that people care about and what you're putting out there that matters. Second, if you pull all-nighters, you're really, you should not feel accomplished. You're actually lazy. Think about it. You would all-night to do this. If you pull up an all-nighter, you had all day to do this. If you pull an all-nighter and think you should be proud, you're really not. You had plenty of time during the day, and despite the fact that you can say you had an excuse, you know, I had, oh, I had class, blah, blah, I had work. There is 24 hours in a day. I'm sorry, but it's actually not, you're not being productive if you're going to, doing work when you're supposed to be going to bed. Do the work during between the hours of the day that you should be working and work hard without distractions and you won't and you'll get your work done and you don't do it in the middle of the night because that's not really productive. Number three, not everyone will like your idea and that's okay. For example, in this book, this guy used 37 signals as their software and not everybody, you know, over the time their clients wanted the sophomore to get a little more upgraded a little bit you know they were starting to understand because they made a software where people that's easy to use for people that's the point and people wanted them to change that and they said no they would rather have their new um they'd rather have a small community of people who enjoy it than change their product into something that they don't actually believe in and that's the whole thing you don't have to worry about existing customers if they don't like what you believe in. They've outgrown it, and there's always new customers, which is much more important to get than keeping customers who don't actually appreciate what you're offering. Number four, voicing your opinion on something you believe in is better than bullshitting the popular opinion. And what I mean by this is if you just stand for the popular opinion and you don't actually believe in it, what are you fighting for? You know, it's better to have people um, be upset with you about what you really believe in. It's better to die knowing that you actually believed in something and fought for something that you thought was right than something you didn't. It's pointless. Why would you waste your time on something that wouldn't be productive, right? Why would you... Um, 
Why would you why would you voice your opinion on something you don't believe in just because it's the popular opinion? It's you must always voice it in what you believe in, even if it's not the popular opinion and people give you hate for it because it's it's a matter of respect and mutuals. And if you believe in it, you should not be afraid to say that you believe in it. It doesn't matter what it is. I mean, let's be realistic. I mean, unless it's like something horrible, but, you know, if you have a belief, you should not let a popular idea persuade it. That's all I'm saying. And then my fifth idea and lesson from this book that I took away is don't uh, get too excited about an idea and don't plan ahead for the future. Many of the times we say we have an idea and, oh, it's going to be, we can make so much money off of it, blah, blah, blah. What I learned from this book is, and it actually makes sense, when you have an idea, wait a couple days and see if you still think that idea can be useful to people in the future from now. And think of that, if that idea really makes sense, because if you're just going for ideas that aren't realistic, you're wasting your time. And you'll know if it's uh, worth your time. If you keep thinking about it and you keep thinking of ideas to make your idea better, then go for it. But don't get too excited about something when it's not 100% certain. And you know what? I like the example they use in this um, book. They don't like the word ideas. It's more plans. And most of your plans, you never end up utilizing anyway and following through with them. So if you create, keep creating more, you won't follow up on the one you actually did. And that's the most important thing, finding one centerpiece that you can inspire others. And also, don't plan ahead to the future. Don't say, I'm going to be able to make this by then and this by then. Take it day by day, you know? Because if you plan for the future, you really are just making assumptions. You're not being 100% accurate, and it's no point. There's no point of going that far. You have to work with what you got right now, because if you're planning for the future, then you're not focusing on what's important right now. Anyways, everybody, those are the most important lessons I learned from this book. I just finished reading it on Audible, and I really, really enjoyed it. It really gave me a new perspective on how to think of business and how the original way of thinking of business is actually just why so many people fail and how thinking outside the box and these specific tools that I gave you, these lessons really can Differ, differ, differentiate you, you know, and make you stand out from the crowd. Because if you're always just following the popular opinion and not doing something that you believe in, you know, be passionate about it. Blog, write, podcast. That's what I do. I'm try. I created this podcast because I want to inspire a generation of young, motivated business um, interest leaders who who want to discuss their favorite business-related books and listen to some key analysis I heard I have about these books. Um, next week's book on Monday, you'll just have to wait and see. But yeah, this was the book rework that I just did it on by Jason Fried and David Heinemir Hansoon. Sorry, um, hard to pronounce, but very good book. I highly recommend it. It really just changed the way I thought of a lot of things. And, you know, a lot of things people think that they're doing right, it's really not right. 
people have told them that all their lives, but that's not the way it really works in the real world of business. This is a highly, I really recommend this book. It's a very, it opened my eyes to a whole new perspective. And I really think it could open your eyes, especially if you're young, so you don't make the mistakes in the future and you're prepared now. Yeah, so I highly recommend it. I know it's on uh, Kindle and Amazon, the bookstore, so I highly recommend it. Anyways, everybody, I appreciate you watching this episode of Earning by Learning, and I'll be back with another episode next Monday. Thank you very much, and have a great Thanksgiving and holiday, everyone.